Hey, hey, welcome to Dad's Opinions. This is Kevin Dunn, and I will be your dad for the next 15 minutes or so, giving you my awe-inspiring and unfiltered opinion on a myriad of topics. And I hope the things that we discuss today will be inspiring, will be motivating, will be uplifting, and will help you down the road a little faster with a little more pep in your step. And I hope that you'll be able to take the things we talk about today, share them with others, because what we're going to talk about is something that has been a complete life-changing thing for me, uh, that has been inspiring for me, has quite literally added years and uh, activity to my life, and has given me a different perspective on a lot of different things. But before we get to that particular topic, we're going to talk to all those who are out there who are stressed out. I hope that you can take this podcast and all the other podcasts that I've had before this. Um, if you haven't listened to them all, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to them all. Because I hope that the things we're talking about can help you decompress, can help you put things in perspective, and can help you make uh, make you look uh, at the situations that we're in, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, with a, a little bit of sunlight on it, with a little bit of a smile, and with a little bit of encouragement. Uh, there are good things that are happening. For all the people who have had struggles, if you've lost somebody, I had a friend who died here last week uh, from the coronavirus, and um, I I have complete sympathy for his family. Um, it's heartbreaking to see somebody uh, pass away, um, and yet um, he lived a good long life and was a good man and had a good family and has a good family, and God bless them. Um, for anybody who is struggling or is currently sick, get all the help that you need. Do all the things that you need to do. But don't be afraid to live. Don't be afraid to get out there and do things that make you happy. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about in this podcast, we're going to talk about running. Yes, I mean actually putting tennis shoes on, putting shorts on, putting your headphones in, and going out and putting foot to pavement or foot to dirt and running. Now, I need to tell you just a quick story. Uh, back when I was 31 years old, uh, I played in a basketball tournament, and I was thought I was in pretty good shape, but I'd kind of been out of it for a little while, and I played a lot of basketball in high school and through college, and didn't play college ball, but played intramural ball, and played in different county leagues and city leagues and church leagues, and thought I was in pretty good shape. But in this tournament we were playing, we were playing really hard, and it was halftime, and I'd scored something like 18 points and was having a pretty good half, and uh, went to get up to go to play the second half, and they're going, let's go, let's go, and I'm going, man, I'm beat. I can't do it. I can't I can't go, and they're like, what do you mean you can't go? I'm like, dude, I'm having a hard time getting out of the chair, and I couldn't believe how bad I felt, and so I went home, and I talked to my wife about it, and she didn't make a whole lot out of it, but I was really stressed out. And in my family, um, there's been a lot of heart disease and it worried me and, um, I wasn't, you know, fat or anything like that, but I was definitely out of shape and inside my skin was not doing well. And so I went and got, bought a pair of tennis shoes and I thought I'm going to go run tomorrow. And so I put on my shorts the next day and I went out and ran out of my house and 
the incline just outside my house is very gradual, maybe two or three degrees is all, and it's not very steep. And I couldn't run more than two blocks without having to stop. And it was demoralizing. And I thought, no, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep going. So I, I kind of walked and ran and walked and ran about another two blocks. I went four blocks and I walked back home and I was just completely hammered. And I thought, I, if I'm in this bad of shape, I got to do something. So long story short, every day for quite a while, um, several months, I made sure that I marked on the sidewalk that I was running up where I ran to. And I made sure that I ran at least a little bit farther every single day. And I did it. I ran and ran and ran until I ran my first mile. And now granted, I ran a mile and had to walk back. And then my goal was to turn around at that mile and see how far I could run back. And gradually over the course of a year, I was able to run two miles. Well, that led up to me uh, running a little bit more. And I was able to run two miles, three miles, four miles. Eventually was able to run um, a 10K, 6.2 miles. And then I thought, well, I'm going to train really hard. And I'm going to see if I can run what's called the Sound and Arrows run. And it is basically a little over seven miles and um, I think it's 7.4 miles is 12 kilometers so anyhow it uh, it kicked my butt but I made it and I ran it in a personal record time faster than I'd ever run and it's really a hilly run but that run set the course for the next 20 some years of my life I ran half marathons, I did triathlons, uh, sprint distance, Olympic distance, did a half Ironman, and ran for fun, ran for competition, trained, uh, did triathlons for fun, did triathlons for competition, um, I've done 100 and 200 mile cycling races, um, I've done long distance swims, and you know what, all of it's been fun, and the best thing about it is every time I go for a run, every time I go for a long bike ride, I have this sense of accomplishment. The endorphins are running, even if I'm just completely beat and hammered when I get done. You, you get something out of it when you get your heart racing. You get your heart pumping, your muscles flexing, and you get all of that feeling going through your body where you think, I am stretching myself. I, I'm, I'm working so hard. And the harder you work, the more you're able to forget about the problems that you have in the day the more you're able to even sometimes receive inspiration and guidance throughout the day so that you can actually do a better job because you're fitter, because your body is working better, your mind is clearer, and you've also got something else going on there where you look forward to the next run. The better shape you're in, the more you look forward to the next one because it's fun. Some of the funnest runs I ever had was on trail runs that are on windy trails where you're going up and down and around corners and it feels like you're just gliding and it is the coolest feeling to have that. But it takes time. It takes work. You know, there is uh, there's all kinds of quotes regarding running. Running, You know, one is a short run is better than no run. That, and that's really true. Um, it says, today I will do what others won't, so tomorrow I can do what others can't. Now, that is really a true statement. You know, I got a buddy of mine that years ago, he, uh, he I saw him out trying to run, and he was just 
struggling. He was out of shape and he's running and he knew I was doing all these races and stuff. And he goes, what do you got to do? And I go, you just got to get out there every day, regardless of how far or how fast you run, get out there every day. And he goes, there's got to be more, more, more detail to it than that. I go, no, you'll figure it out day after day. As you go on, you'll get new things that you want to do, new ways of doing things. And as you get more into it, you'll start reading more and studying more and getting better. And you'll change how your stride is and how you put your hands and, and what music you listen to and what motivates you and what keeps you going, what kind of nutrition, and it'll change your life. And to this day, now 15 some years later, it's changed his life. Um, he's done more than I did. He's done marathons. I've never done a marathon. I've done a half marathon. He's done Ironmans. I've never done an Ironman. I've done a half Ironman. And he goes out and every day trains. And it has literally changed him in so many good ways. It's amazing. And, you know, um, there's a quote by a guy and it just says, I don't run to add days to my life. I run to add life to my days. Um, I can honestly tell you that uh, over my life, conversations that I've had have bored my wife to death because I have conversations with people and relatives that do run. And you get into these conversations where you talk about things that only a runner can relate to. Talk about foot placement and hand placement and stride and length of stride or shortness of stride. You even have terms for some of your training. I mean, you know you're a true runner if you can use the word fartlek in a <laughs> in a sentence without laughing. I mean, and if you don't know what that is, it's also called interval training. But the real term for it is called fartlek. And all it is is short bursts of speed while you're doing a run uh, to help you speed up your average running time. But uh, to do those things... You got to be in good shape and you got to work hard at it. And, you, and the one cool thing, it's kind of like uh, golf. You know, when you go out and play golf, there's no such thing as a perfect round of golf. It's impossible to have a perfect round of golf, you know, and in running, it's impossible to have a perfect run. And yet, in its own way, every run is perfect. You know, I've got I've gone out on runs and I've hurt myself. I've hurt my knee or hurt my back or even hurt something in my shoulder. Um, I've even run hard enough to where my wrists were sore. And, you know, what's cool about that is that's the way it's supposed to be, because you learn something from those things. You learn something every time that you go out and exert yourself. Well, there's another uh there's another reason that you might want to learn how to run, and uh, you run because uh, zombies will eat the untrained people first. So you just got to remember that. <laughs> but, you know, there's just no telling how far you'll go if you start to run if you're not already running. If you're not already training, then get out there and start training. If you don't have tennis shoes, go buy some tennis shoes. If you feel like you need to change the way you eat so that you can go out and run, do it. If you can't run more than just from the where your house is or your apartment is to the end of your parking lot or the end of your block, then just do that. And then the next time you go out, that's when it starts. It's not the first time you go out that your running really starts. Your running and your motivation really starts with that second run. It's when you go past the first place that you've been to, when you run past that first marker, when you do exert yourself to a point where you go, I have actually achieved something greater than what I thought I could do. And in time, 
you'll be the one that's got the shorts and the special shirt on and you'll have the the medals on the wall and you'll start putting the the numbers from your bibs on the wall and they'll be like uh, trophies to you where you realize I did something that I never thought I could do and I did it faster than I ever thought I could do it and I can brag to everybody around me and yet nobody's going to understand it like I understand it because I'm the one that did it. So get out there. You know, running uh, has taught me that I am capable of much more than I ever imagined and yet as I start imagining what I can accomplish, it just makes me want to run more. It makes me want to cycle more. I do a lot of cycling too. And it creates a determination. You kind of sit there and go when you're at work or you're in a, a stressful position with something or in a conversation with somebody where you realize that your mind is working faster and clearer than it has before because you don't have all of the toxic things running through your system that slow you down. Running helps you mentally too. Emotionally, your endorphins run better when you run, when you exert yourself, when you exercise. And it's a proven fact that your attitude, your emotions, and your feelings are better and and more even when you run. So get out there. Run. Exert. Get in good shape. Get to where your heart rate goes down because your resting rate is so good because your heart rate has gone up while you're running the crap out of yourself and beating yourself to death and thinking, I may die out here on this run. And then when you come back, you go, let's do it again. And it's a crazy feeling to sit there and go, I want to do something so hard again and again and again and again, because it makes you feel better. And God bless you if you haven't started yet. Those first couple of days, first couple of weeks, first couple of months are the hardest But if you can stay with it, it is absolutely worth it. It's worth it being out in the open. It's worth it being out uh, in a group. It's worth it being out on your own, making your own courses and your own trails. And it's worth it to look inside yourself and realize that you've accomplished something that uh, not a lot of people accomplish. Proportionately, the percentage of people that go out and run and uh, actually stay with it are very small. And so proportionately, you're doing something that is very unique. So hang in there. Get going. Get moving. Put on your shoes. Put on your shorts. And let's start putting one foot in front of the other and doing good things and helping other people be motivated to do them too. So this is Kevin Dunn for Dad's Opinions. And I will talk to you in the next podcast. Next podcast, we're going to talk about cycling and the beauty of a bike. So... Hang in there, and we'll talk to you in the next podcast. Bye-bye.